Hi there, Siddharth Rajshekar here. Welcome to the Freedom Business Podcast, which is goaled towards helping people build a super profitable knowledge business from the comfort of their homes without any office or employees and to live a lifestyle of freedom. My name is Siddharth Rajshekar and I'm here to teach you today on how do you automate every aspect of your life so that you can have more freedom. You know, the thumb rule is this. If you have a task on your hand, first option is think if you can delete it. If you cannot delete it, then think about how you can automate it. If you cannot automate it, then think about if how you can outsource it. If you cannot outsource it, then think about how you can delegate it internally. And only if you cannot delegate it, then you got to do it yourself. This podcast is going to be an important one, but I'm going to be walking you through the 10 different areas that you can automate, systemize and delegate. And then I'll tell you about what are the five things that you cannot automate. You have to do it yourself. Okay, so take notes and let's dive in. Hey there, Siddharth Rajak here once again. Thank you so much for tuning into this particular podcast. And if you have not subscribed to this yet on Spotify or on Apple or on Google Podcasts, please subscribe to the Freedom Business Podcast to get notified on future episodes. Now, when it comes to the topic of automation and systemization and delegation, let me tell you this. Uh, why do I have the authority to talk about this? It's because previous to this, I used to run a full-fledged digital marketing agency with 35 employees working for me where I did not have time. I did not have freedom. I did not have financial freedom. I did not have you know time freedom for myself. And I was so caught up into the day-to-day -day affairs and I would, uh, you know, take care of my young family. I have my little boy that was growing up. And at that point in time, I'm talking about like three to four years ago, I, I was totally frustrated. I was not able to really make a difference to my family financially, nor was I make, be able to make a difference to my business also because of so many things that were pulling me in multiple directions. And that's when I stumbled into one of these uh, you know, these entrepreneurs who was who had taken many businesses to over $100 million in revenues. And one of his thumb rules, I was hearing on a podcast and I learned this concept over there. And this particular entrepreneur, he his thumb rule was this. He said that if he has a task on hand, he'll first think about how he cannot do the task, if he can delete it. If he cannot delete it, then he'll think about automating it. If he cannot automate it and if it requires some, you know, human interaction to happen, then uh, then he would outsource it. If he cannot outsource it, then he'll think about delegating it to some internal team member. And then only if he cannot delegate it, that's the task he does it himself. Okay. So it's a beautiful, uh, you know, framework to keep in mind to only do the highest impact activities. And ever since, you know, I got this uh, formula from him, I started implementing my business. And in the last uh, four years, I've been able to build a multi-million dollar knowledge business with only three offices and no employees. And I'm able to work 100% from home. And I have very less human components in my business structure. And that's why the model that I've designed is called the freedom business model. It's to build a business that gives you more freedom, but freedom is not free. Okay, it does not come for free. And you will not have freedom in the first one, two, three years of your business. So freedom is something that has to be built upon over a period of time. And that's what I'm going to be covering in this podcast. And what are the 10 areas that you can automate? And what are the uh, six areas that you cannot automate? So first, let's talk about the difference between automa automation, systemization and delegation. Automation is something like, uh, you know, you set and forget. There are many automation tools, anything that's repetitive, anything that's, you know, that's happening on a day-to-day -day repetitive basis, you can put that into a cycle, set and forget. Then there's something called systemization. Systemization is where you make it into a system. And I'll tell you which are the areas in my life that I've systemized. And delegation, where you're not doing the things yourself. Some of the areas which are not in your highest priority, some of the areas which are not in your talent zone, you give it to somebody else who's super talented to do it. Okay, so that's the difference between automation, systemization 
and delegation. So let me tell you about what are the different things that you can automate, systemize or delegate in your life. The 10 things. First thing is you can systemize and automate your personal finances. So in my case, I have a formula called the TWCGO formula. I have five different bank accounts. That's a system where I have one bank account for tax, one for wealth, one for charity, one for general and one for operations. And then I actually... Every uh, any money that hits my main current account, I move it into these five different bank accounts and I've created a system. It's not fully automated. I definitely have my wife supporting me on this. And every week she moves the money into these five different bank accounts so that, you know, we are not able to make, we, so that we don't make any emotional decisions when it comes to money. It's all systemized decisions. Once I start to do this, I can really see my income grow. And if there's money in that particular bank account for that particular category, only then we use it. Otherwise we don't. Okay. The second area that you can automate and systemize is your diet. I know many of you here may be thinking about, okay, what are you going to eat for breakfast? What are you going to eat for dinner? What are you going to eat for lunch? Think about how you can systemize it. In fact, my wife and I, we sat and we made like a weekly diet chart and all the different uh, items that we can make. And now I tell my wife, you know, don't even ask me about what I want to eat. This is what I like and let it just come to my table. Okay, that's it. Okay, so what you can do is you can... Uh, uh, if you have a lot of your mind share going into deciding what to eat, see if you can create a system out of it and get somebody else to just do it for you. Okay, now if you love cooking, if you like to do it yourself, that's different, but see if you can systemize it. The other areas where you can automate is your home. I'm talking about your cleaning, car cleaning, home cleaning, sofa cleaning, doing deep cleaning. You can just once in a month just uh, bring in like a uh, urban clap and you can get somebody to do like a deep cleaning of your home. And get somebody who's really efficient. Now, if you're spending a lot of time doing the, all the cleaning yourself, that means you are not very efficient. You can get somebody else to do it because you need to focus on your business, okay? Now, I like to do my own cleaning of my desk and stuff, but then overall home cleaning, I don't want to put my mind into it. I've created a system and I've set the standard on how clean it has to be, okay? So minimize things. And of course, I do my own minimization, my own decluttering of my stuff that the servants may not know about to give away my old clothes and old shoes and other things on a monthly and quarterly basis. The fourth area that you can systemize, automate and delegate is your shopping. Now, if, you, if you're somebody who loves shopping, then you need to go and do that shopping. But for me, I have my standard monthly list. I have fixed vendors online, offline. When it, even when it comes to like groceries coming home, there's a particular vendor on that particular day. He just brings everything, all the provisions for the house in the beginning of the month. So I've systemized that also. And of course, I don't put my head into this at all. My wife and my other family uh, you know, take care of this. But we have a system even for that. We have automated a, a good part of that so that we don't have to go ad hoc shopping. It happens once in a while if you have to get like vegetables and stuff, but that also has been systemized and think about how you can improve that. Number five is how you can systemize your day. Like use your calendar properly so that you can structure a four day work week. For me, I like to work four days in a week. So I work on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, I like to take a break, Thursday and Friday I work, Saturday and Sunday I keep it open or do large events. So that's also another area where you can systemize. Number six is see if you can systemize uh, your daily wear. For me, it's a no-brainer. I only wear Nike shirts and Levi's jeans and I have very few clothes for myself. Before, I used to have like a whole big wardrobe with tons of clothes. I've given, given away all of that right now. I just have black, white, blue, orange. I've just got like four, four colors that I keep wearing all the time. And you would see me in my webinars also. It's only this. That, and I got this from Mark Zuckerberg. I got this from Steve Jobs. I got this from uh, Christopher Nolan and even Barack Obama. All of them, they really, they want to reduce the decision-making on what clothes. Just like how what food to eat takes up a lot of mind share. Even what clothes to wear takes up a lot of mind share. 
So when you have less and uh, use optimally, that's going to help you move forward. And even if you're a woman listening to this, you can do this. You can actually find different permutations and combinations where you just, you know, you can optimize your your daily wear. So there's lesser decision making to use that mind share and that mind power for better things. Number seven is you can uh, systemize your laundry. Uh, there are many outsourced laundry kind of stuff. Like if, if you have a somebody who's doing it internally in your home, that's fine. But in case you're living on your own where you want others to come and do it today, there are so many, uh, you know, on-demand mobile-based uh, laundry services. You just need to call them in. They come pick up the clothes, get it, get it laundered, and then it comes back. So it's brilliant. You know, you can use uh, apps like that. Fitness. See if you can systemize your fitness, block an hour a day if it's going to be walking, swimming, running, uh, whatever form of fitness you resonate with. And see if you can find an accountability partner to do it. Systemize that. Somebody who can hold you accountable on your fitness journey. Number nine is travel. I don't travel that much uh, like how I used to before uh, due to, of course, COVID and other things. But I like to plan all, all of my travel. Let's say I went to a holiday last year to Dubai and stuff. I plan it with an agent rather than me going and doing the research and everything else. I just give it out to an agent and, and he did the entire plan for me and I just needed to pay him the money. That's it. Okay. So sometimes it's better to give it to an expert that will save you a lot more time. And I like to minimize my road time. My travel, I hardly travel these days. In fact, peak hour, I don't even step out of the house. Morning, I'm at home. Evening peak hour, I'm at home. And it's in the afternoons that I move out. If I have to go to a mall, I go on a Monday morning at 10.30 a.m. And I not 10.30 a.m. I have my leadership council call. I like to go on a Wednesday, you know, or a Tuesday morning. I like to go for my you know, malls. And I like to go when off peak hours. So that also reduces my travel time. It's it's more efficient. And I mean, that's the perks of building a home-based business and a freedom business like this, where I don't have to follow the regular routine that the rest of the world does. And finally, how you can systemize your business. Okay. There are many aspects that I teach inside my community, how to systemize your marketing, how to systemize and automate your lead generation, how to automate and systemize your sales process, your people management. And the areas that I really work on are my content creation, like what I'm doing right now, the training that I do, and also the networking and stuff that I do when I build my communities. So what's the real work that you really got to do, which is the next part. I've covered the 10 areas that are systemizable and automatable. Just to recap that, personal finances, diet, home, shopping, your day, daily wear, laundry, fitness, travel, and business. These are the areas that you can automate, systemize, and delegate. Now, there are six areas that you cannot automate. You have to do this work yourself because these are the most important areas. Okay, so what are these areas? Number one is daily learning. Learning you cannot automate. You have to spend that much, even if it's one hour a day, learning on your own and learning either through podcasts or going through courses or learning from mentors that you resonate with. That's one thing that you cannot automate and delegate. Your spiritual life, doing your japa, your meditation or whatever spiritual practice and prayer that you do, that cannot be automated journaling and writing for at least 15-20 minutes a day your goals and all of that stuff that you cannot automate visualizing your goals like i listen to uh, affirmations and i visualize my goals 15 minutes a day i cannot automate that number five is high impact activities for me my high impact activities in my business are you know training and doing my inner circle calls uh, doing my leadership council calls with my diamond members as well as uh, you know doing uh, like showcases and stuff like that with my community. Those are high impact, high income activities, which I cannot automate. And finally, number six is social life. You know, I, I like to spend a lot of time with my family, meet friends and stuff. And I that cannot be automated. You can fix like weekly slots or monthly slots to go and meet people who are close to you. And you need to do that yourself. Okay. So these are the six areas that you cannot automate. Daily learning, spiritual life, journaling, 
visualizing your goals, high impact activities in your business, as well as your social life. So I hope you found this podcast useful because this is all about how to build a business and live a life that gives you more freedom and how you can make a difference in a lot of people's lives with the knowledge that you have. So if you found this podcast useful, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify as well as Apple. And please drop a five-star rating on Apple. Okay, I'm moving up the Apple ranks right now on my podcast as well as Spotify because of my consistency and keeping it to like less than 15 minutes. So I want to really deliver a punch every time I do a podcast. And so that other people get to know about this, I would highly, highly appreciate if you can go to Apple and uh, search for this podcast and drop a five-star rating over there on what you learned on this. Okay, that'll be the, that's my ask for you for the, from this particular podcast. Thank you so much once again and tune in to my next episode that I'll be launching tomorrow. Cheers, God bless and may you live a lifestyle of freedom. <laughs>